Jedi trapped on Felucia. Clones are surrounded by droid forces. Their only hope is to escape on Republic gunships waiting to land on the embattled surface. Jedi cruisers have managed to blow a hole in the droid defenses and have sent gunships to the rescue. Bucketheads, welcome back, Mevartigar. Welcome to the 49th Jedi Temple Robbing episode of MandoVision, Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, the best way to reach out to us is via social media at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert if you're listening out on Apple Podcast, please make sure to share uh, a review with us, a five-star review, hopefully. Uh, they help small independent shows like ours stand out, defeat the evil algorithm, and, and get more people checking our show out. It's so much fun when you do that, and I appreciate it greatly. Remember, we are on all your favorite podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Amazon Music, Audible, and so many, many more. Thank you once again for checking us out. Welcome back to the show. I hope you enjoyed our little our little uh, respite from the Star Wars: The Clone Wars uh, rewatch episodes, where we got to talk about some of the Star Wars comic books going on right now. Most specifically, the main title. Uh, I thought I had a lot of fun with that because I'm really enjoying that comic book, and I hope to have another episode of the comic book series uh, lined up for you all in the very near future. I'm currently reading the Darth Vader book, and uh, that's going quite well. So let's get into our episode, big one today, in, in the sense that like uh, uh, we we sort of have you know finished one objective and now we're on to another in one sense. Uh, we ha- we have finished season one of Star Wars: The Clone Wars and now it's on to season two. So before we get into it, you got to do what you got to do, and you know what time it is. It's time to strap on your buckets. Let's go. That was close. If those fighters got through, then our gunships can't be far behind. Prepare the troops to evacuate. Hey, all right. They're going to evacuate. We're going to start talking about the episode. Here it is, Season 2, Episode 1, Holocron Heist. Original air date, October 2nd, 2009. All right, our plot for this episode. Darth Sidious commissions a bounty hunter to break into the Jedi Temple archives. Pretty basic bare-bones description, but that's exactly what happens. How about that? Our our episode director this week, we got some familiar names for you. We have, directing this episode, Justin Ridge. This episode written by the great Paul Dini. That's very, very exciting. And for season two, Henry Gilroy and Scott Murphy both return as a series writer and supervising writer, respectively. Our voice cast for this episode. Corey Burton is Cad Bane slash the Analyzer Droid. James Arnold Taylor does double duty as Obi-Wan Kenobi and Plo Koon. Matt Lanter as Anakin Skywalker. Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka Tano. Seth Green steps into Star Wars as Toto the Techno Service Droid. Tom Kane is Yoda and the narrator. Flo DeRee is Jocasta New. D. Bradley Baker plays Ord Innocence. We'll talk a little bit more about him later. Gwendolyn Yeo returns to the show as this time as Kato and the computer voice. And Terrence T.C. Carson as Mace Windu. And of course, the late great Ian Amicrombie as Darth Sidious. 
All right. Our Jedi fortune cookie this episode, a lesson learned is a lesson earned. And it starts off, listen, this is another episode that starts off with a lot of great action. And, and it's, it's pretty important stuff. But I don't want to get to that just yet because I, I did want to spend a little bit more time talking about Cad Bane. Because just as we closed out Season 1, uh, introducing Cad to the audience for the first time, uh, we, I, this is a reminder, watching this episode is a reminder that even here in Season 2, we're, we're still not telling stories in chronological order. So this, this, this episode takes place before the last episode that we saw from Season 1. This is, this is sort of the first introduction, chronologically speaking, of Cad Bane. And as such, I thought it, it, I thought it merit, uh, bore out uh, talking a little bit more about his unique outfit. Uh, this is, this, you, you can find this stuff online. I, I, I'm not pulling this from any unique sources. But I wanted to share with you guys because, well, here, let me, let me go ahead and talk about this. Because he has, he has equipment that's specifically designed to combat Jedi, all right? Those breathing tubes that are attached to him, they feed oxygen to his windpipe in case... The force, you know, someone ever decides to force choke him. That sounds like it comes in pretty handy. He has a, a metromanin jetpack thrusters attached to his Duracell Magno Grip boots that give him speed to match the Jedi. And his custom-built persuader pistols are housed in quick, uh, quick-draw Nerf hide holsters. And his tunic is designed so that it will not impede him when he's attempting to draw down on anyone who gets in his way. I really liked the the mention of the tubes to feed him oxygen in case of force chokes because. Uh, Remember, this is a really interesting time uh, to be to be a bounty hunter. The Jedi are at the height of their powers, basically. You know, whenever you are trying to go out there and and make your way in the galaxy, you know, collecting bounties and and taking jobs, uh, there's always the risk you would run into a Jedi, and you know, in the case of the Clone Wars, a, a Sith board. So you, you best be prepared to combat a Jedi Knight, and and the bounty hunters that seem to be most aware of that fact are the ones that seem to do the best. Obviously, Jango Fett, Mandalorian armor, getting the, the Besker, that's going to come in pretty handy against some Jedi Knights. The Besker, as we know, stands up to a lightsaber. And, and Cad Bane prepares himself uh, equally uh, to to do battle with the Jedi Knights. Uh, you know, we're going to get a lot of episodes moving forward with, with Cad Bane. And again, like I said, he's one of my favorites from, from the series. And I also love when we explore more of like the underworld elements of the Star Wars galaxy. You know, the Republic slash Jedi versus the Separatist slash Sith is obviously going to be the main emphasis of, of, of all the shows going forward. But I, I personally enjoy exploring that underworld element. I think it's so much fun, and it's, it's such a unique part of Star Wars. At least, you know, the way it, it kind of colors a more gray world as opposed to like the, the black and white world that we have with Jedi and Sith. So I really dig that about about so, <laughs> about Star Wars. I, I lost my train of thought there. I, super, I really, really apologize about that. But yeah, Cad Bane, we're, like I said, we're going to get to see a lot more of him. And, you know, I'm sure I'll talk about it again down the road, uh, particularly towards, towards when we get to the end of Star Wars The Clone Wars, but, you know, when this show was canceled, it was canceled basically mid-production, you know, they had a lot of episodes planned out that they didn't get to animate, and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely be covering those, those uh, you know, the, the Lost Missions, I think is what they called it when they released them on, on Blu-ray and DVD, and those those are on Amazon, or I'm sorry, uh, on Disney+, Plus. so so we'll, we'll see everything that they got completed, but again, there's a, there's a whole half a se- I think at least half a season's worth of episodes they did not get to go into production. And one of them was a big arc with Cad Bane and Boba Fett uh, because 
those two characters have an intrinsic tie to each other that, that only gets sort of explored a little bit throughout the series. But at this time, during the Clone Wars, Cad Bane is the pre premier bounty hunter on the market. He is the, 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 the top guy in his field. And that is because of the death of Jango Fett. So Cad Bane has sort of sort of prospered is with the not only the, the oncoming Clone Wars, but because the death of Jango Fett in, in particular. He has, uh, you know, it sounds like they were like 1A, 1B, and they had a bit of a rivalry. But Jango's death catapults Cad Bane to the top of the mountain. And this four-episode arc that they had planned to do in, in that, that canceled season uh, had a lot to do with... Uh, with him and Boba Fett, a young a young Boba Fett on a mission in Tatooine, uh, I don't know, I don't know how much I want to get into you know something that didn't end up happening, but it was really, uh, it was really going to be interesting to see how those characters go because Boba Fett doesn't quite get the the closure that he probably should have gotten, and you know we'll, we'll we'll talk about Boba Fett when his episodes come up later on, but. Yeah, the cancellation of the show cost us a really interesting, what sounds to be like a really interesting arc in which these two characters uh, work together and sort of come to an understanding of each other. And and again, I like Cad Bane quite a bit. I love his design. Uh, he's just got a great look about him. I love the Western motif that they bring to bring to the forefront with him. And yeah, he's just a cool, cool bad guy. Remember, he is a Duros. That's his species. And... Yeah, I I love that blue skin and red eyes. It, it it was funny. I think one of the reasons why I liked his design so much is because you know in the in the films we had seen green skin Duros. Uh, this was a blue skin Duros with the red eyes, and it, it it reminded me of Grand Admiral Thrawn, who had recently been kicked out of of canon, but would later be brought back into canon. But something about like that that blue skin and red eyes made me think of Thrawn, and I think that's part of the reason why I was sort of drawn to the character initially. Uh, but he's just a super cool. Uh, character, just a great uh, foil for the Jedi, and and again exploring that gray area that I like so much in the Star Wars galaxy. So uh, I, a big fan of Cad Bane, and we get a lot of him in these first these opening episodes of season two for the Clone Wars. So enjoy. I hope you enjoy Cad Bane as much as I do, because like I said, we're starting off with quite a bit of Cad in these initial opening episodes of season two. All right, but let's get into the action. This episode starts off. Again, another fast-paced, thrown-right-into-the-mix episode of Star Wars The Clone Wars. We see Republic forces trying to get to Fallujah, trying to get to their forces on the ground there. Plo Koon and his his squad of rebel fighters... Rebel fighters? His squad of Republic fighters makes their, makes their way to the planet, engages in some, you know, ship-to-ship combat with dro- the Separatist forces, the Separatist, uh, you know, droid ships. And it's, uh, again, another quick, action-paced episode... I love throwing us into the battle, taking the, the point of view of Plo Koon as we make our way to Felucia. And we see the forces on the ground. We see it's Obi-Wan and Anakin. They are being overrun. We already played the clip from that. And they need to get the heck out of there. Things are not going well. But Ahsoka's off on her own. And Ahsoka is going to exhibit some defiance when it comes to the order to retreat because she seems to be faring fairly well against the droid forces and she doesn't understand why would they be retreating now when she believes she can single-handedly win this battle, apparently? It, uh, it, it's, it's interesting to watch her sort of use the Anakin Skywalker method of learning <laughs> on Obi-Wan Kenobi, and it doesn't go well, and Anakin does not seem to like it very much either, though he is 
proud. He doesn't seem to be quite proud of the fact that she's holding her own and, and, and you know, in his words, winning. So I want to go ahead and play that clip and yeah, check it out. Ahsoka should be back from her jungle patrol by now. I'll try to contact her again. Ahsoka, where are you? Ahsoka, what is your location? About six clicksies, Master. We've engaged the enemy and we've got them on the run. They're here to extract us. We're leaving. What? What? We can't retreat now, Master. I've broken through. Move it, Trooper. Come on, double time. The droids are retreating. We're outnumbered. You must evacuate. That is an order. Master Skywalker taught me never to let up when the Tinnies are on the run. They are running back here to regroup with the main force. There you go. So you see a little bit of the defiance uh, of, of Ahsoka, especially be, in, it's, it's, it's a defiance not necessarily born out of, out of you know, ill will or malevolence or anything like that. You know, clearly it's an overconfidence situation. And I would imagine that is... Um, a symptom of being Anakin's Padawan. <laughs> you know, it kind of comes with the territory. Uh, there's a little bit more to the scene. I want to kind of play it out, so go ahead, listen in. I might I might step over some of it a little bit, but here, check it out. So there's the forces point out. You are putting your troops' lives in danger, young one. You will get on the gunship when we arrive. Where's Ahsoka? Following your teachings. Is she winning? For now. See, there's the pride that Anakin has in her. And back to the battle. Ahsoka doing well, holding her own. But again, she's been ordered to pull back. This is the bold move. This is the bold move by Anakin here, stopping what in front of the ship. Get in the ship now! Can't you see they're retreating? They're about to overrun you, Ahsoka. You just can't see it. Now follow orders and get in the ship. She's not happy to do so. That is very clear. But a, a bold strategy to park right in front of the other, between this, the, the, the droids and Ahsoka's forces. That was a, an interesting tactic. But Anakin not pleased with Ahsoka. Now here's the council Padawan meeting. Ahsoka, do you feel Master Kenobi's description of the incident is accurate? Yes, my masters. More to add, do you? I know I was wrong. I just got so caught up in my own success, I didn't look at the battle as a whole. I wasn't being disobedient, I just... forgot. Masters, this incident is my responsibility. Because of Ahsoka's advanced abilities, I forgot how young she is. I gave her more freedom than I should have. That may be, but it doesn't excuse what happened on Felucia. I think she needs some time away from the battlefield. And they agree, and this is how this is this is where we find this is how we find Ahsoka in this episode. She is uh, put on uh, uh, Jedi archive sentry duty, basically. She's she's um, just there to make sure nothing happens to the archive, right? And we get a little bit of a tour of the archives, which I think is really neat because the Jedi archives is basically just the the and they say in the episode, uh, Joe Costa knew the the librarian of the Jedi lays it out there for us. Like, this is like the greatest repository of knowledge in the galaxy. The interesting part about that is uh, the, the public doesn't have access to it. So you, you kind of wonder, um, is this sort of like a, like a, almost like a, like a Vatican Museum sort of situation? Now, again, you can't tour the Vatican Museum, but you know the Vatican has a lot of stuff. And a lot of it is off limits to the public. And, and you wonder what sort of knowledge that is. What kind of information does the Vatican hide? Well, what kind of information are the Jedi hiding? 
uh, it's just one of those things to think about. Uh, you know, we live in a society where, again, many things are kept from us by our governments, and and whether it's that's deserved or or right is subject for some debate. But again, don't I don't want to go down that road. I don't want to make that comparison necessarily between our world and the Star Wars universe, but. It is it is interesting to know that the Jedi the Jedi are the great repository of of knowledge from across the galaxy from across the centuries, and now Ahsoka is going to be the one guarding it. This leads into uh, the 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 holocron room, and we find out that only only Jedi Council members uh, are allowed to have access to the holocron chamber. And the introduction of the holocrons in, into the, the main lore of Star Wars is really exciting for me as well. You know, I mentioned on, on that comic book episode how. The Star Wars comics themselves were, were a really big deal to me when I when when there wasn't a lot of Star Wars going on, and the comics and the novels helped fill the gap uh, before new content was was being produced by Lucas and Lucasfilm, and and the Jedi holocrons were brought into existence in the comic books. It's from Dark Empire. Uh, Rick Veach was the one who who brought them to life with his pen, and and uh, yeah, to see them included, to be see them become part of. The larger Star Wars galaxy, I thought, was really, really cool and really, really exciting. So that's what we find Ahsoka doing in this episode, as she's sort of serving a penance uh, for for her actions on Felucia, for her overconfidence, um, her hubris, if you will, and you know, even even the, the little the defiance that she showed. So what I want to show you next is is Cad Bane being contacted, so that we get to that point, you know. We got we got to introduce Cad Bane, right? Let's let let's see how this goes. Excuse the interruption. As I was saying, bounty hunter, I have need of your services. I'm listening. I need a Jedi holocron. To get a holocron, I'd have to break into the Jedi Temple. It's impossible. Not to mention deadly. Perhaps your reputation has been exaggerated. I want a rogue class starfighter. With elite weapons, cloaking device, the works. Oh, and triple my usual rate. Your price is of no concern. I will also provide you with the means to get inside the temple. You've got a deal. Hey now, deal is struck. Alright, pretty cool. So a lot happens in this episode, and, and we got a lot of ground to cover here. Uh, I think it's important to mention... Again, if you're a fan of Star Wars, you, you, this, this isn't surprising information to you. But the next scene after that introduction there, where Bane takes the job, uh, we, we, we go back to the Jedi Council. I'm sorry, not the Council, but to like one of the strategy sessions the Jedi are planning. And Obi-Wan's talking about the setback on Felucia. And it's it, you, you, we should note that, that will be, Felucia is a place of recurring problems for the Jedi and, and, and the, in the Clone Wars. Uh, that is also where we, when we go to Episode 3, to Revenge of the Sith, Felucia is the planet where Jedi Knight Ayla Sakura is killed by her clone troopers with the order with the execution of Order sixty six. Uh, so, again, Felucia one of those hot spots uh, that doesn't go away throughout the Clone Wars. It will be a planet. I believe we go back to it a couple more times throughout the run of the, of the series, but a, a planet that 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 the Jedi and the Republic will struggle to to take control of. And I I think without getting too uh, political. For everyone, I think the name might ring a bell or two, and uh, you can kind of see what they're what they're trying to compare that to. And and yeah, it it's it's a thing. It happened. It, you know, it's it is what it is. 
It's also at this time that Jedi Master Yoda senses a disturbance in the Force and knows that uh, unwelcome visitors will soon be uh, at the temple. And what their goals are, what their intentions are, the Jedi need to find out because, hey, you don't want unwanted visitors in the Jedi Temple. That's not cool. So the Force alerts the Jedi to, to something going on, but we don't know any of the specifics. It's at this point now, too, we cut back to Cad Bane, and he is assembling his team. Uh, we, we meet his droid, Toto, uh, and he seems to be doing something. We don't know quite know what he's doing to the back of Toto yet, but we do find out by the end of the episode. And we also meet the, the Claudite bounty hunter, who will be uh, assisting him, because uh, Cad Bane has need for the Claudite's uh, shape-shifting abilities. And... Yeah, this is the one Gwendolyn Yao returning to play. Uh, uh, Kato is is her name, and yeah, they're going to take the appearance of a Jedi named Ord Innocence. Uh, wh- one of the reasons Ord Innocence is not some Jedi Knight with the with a great backstory or back history or anything like that. The reason why I wanted to kind of pause about Ord Innocence is because uh, he's a species we don't see very often. Uh, very rarely have we seen uh, these beings the first time we were introduced to them was in return of the jedi and the being i'm referring to i should have said it initially the skrilling skrilling s-k-r-i-l-l-i-n-g and the skrilling that we see in return of the jedi of course in uh, jabba's palace is uh pote snitkin who is a arms dealer so obviously has has uh time to hang out with jabba Duhat. and and they are i and I love the design. I think they're an interesting species for sure. One of uh, one of the ones that you know when you're a kid or when you're watching Jedi for the first time. Even though like they're rarely featured, they're sort of like background players. You notice them and you pay attention. It, it kind of uh, captures your attention, especially like uh, the the Skrilling have like these giant hands, these giant like three fingered hands, and uh, it's it's very distinctive. And then the their whole face thing. They got a whole thing going on. And I, I I love the look of the Skrilling species, and we you know we don't get to know too many of them, in in the in any other form of of the of the series. You know, it's not like there's a, a ton of them in the comics or anything either. No, no, no. Uh, this is one of the few that we get to see, and I thought that was worth kind of talking about a little bit. And his name's Ord Innocence. He is dead. He's dead. It's <laughs> he's dead. It's a little unclear who's the one who killed him. Did Cad kill him? Lure him out of the temple? Or is this what, what Darth Sidious was referring to by, by saying he would provide a means to gaining access to the temple? That he had a dead Jedi handy, and now Cad Bane does. Uh, it's a little unclear who, who did the actual killing of Ord Innocence. But the, the Claudite bounty hunter will be taking on his form. And uh, in case I didn't say it, the, the Claudite bounty hunter's name is Kato Parasiti. And uh, yeah, that's how they're going to gain access to the Jedi archives. It's also in this sequence where we see Cad Bane doing a little research for Down the Road, and he's looking up a Jedi named Bola Rapal, who will factor very big in, in our next episode, but uh, has, has, a, has a bit of a role to play at the end of this episode as well. Uh, this episode, again, I like I said, I really like it. I kind of like that we have like a heist element to this episode. I like that we see uh, Cad Bane. We sort of follow Cad Bane on his exploits to, to breach the Jedi Temple to gain access to to navigate his corridors and, and, and chamber you know air vents. I think they use the air vents most of the time. Really, really like that aspect of it. I like that the fact that the Jedi are looking for him. They're on the alert. And again, reminder, I know I said it before, 
These episodes aren't in chronological order yet, so the Jedi haven't really met Cad Bane just yet. This is this was this will be the first time, not in this episode, but <laughs> when we follow it up on our next show, that'll be the initial encounter between Anakin and Cad Bane, as opposed to what we saw at the close of season one in the Hostage Crisis episode. So, a big episode. This is there's there's so much to get into in this episode, and I think you guys are all all aware. That you know, as we dive deeper and deeper into into these these seasons of the Clone Wars, uh, there's gonna be a lot more to cover, and yeah, the episodes will get will get longer <laughs> as 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 everything gets more complex. Complex. One of the things I did want to mention, you know, I obviously Anakin or Ahsoka is being, uh, she's doing kind of doing a penance for her actions on Felucia. Uh, I wanted to point out that she takes to it with little complaint. And I think that's of note for the character, for her development. Uh, yes, she realizes she made a mistake, and she will t- do the time to, to, to make amends for the for said mistake. And and she seems to take to it rather well. You know, we had the scene a little bit earlier in the episode, her talking to Joe Costa New, kind of getting the lay of the land. Um, and again, and, and she's trying to be helpful when, when she encounters other Jedis, when she encounters uh, the Claudite impersonating as Ord Innocence. You know, she tries to to help and lend lend assistance as as the bad guys are infiltrating. And Ordinances or uh, the Claudite's role here is to gain access to the archives, where he will be able to direct Cad Bane from the who's doing all the all the bits in the in the vents. And that's gonna put everyone in a bad bad position. Oh, so this is such a fun episode to revisit. I, I can't stop thinking about certain scenes. You know, the the part with the laser grid. Uh, you have. The Claudite now impersonating Jocasta New, you know, and remember, he's, uh, Joto, J- Jodo's there, his little droid who's going to help him do his thing. There's a role for Jodo to play. He doesn't quite understand what it is just yet, but it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be quite the surprise for him when he figures it out. That is for certain. So much good stuff for, uh, and I said Joto, I meant to say Toto, excuse me, Todo, T-O-D-O. Ooh. I like the misdirect in this episode. The Jedi are assuming that this is related directly to the Clone Wars, so they believe that these intruders are coming after uh, vital uh, troop movement information, deployment information, you know, codes to military operations and things like that. They they don't even suspect that it has anything to do with the archives themselves and the holocrons until later on. So there's a lot of misdirect in here, and the plan of Cad Bane is really, I think, pretty pretty darn good. And, we, you know, the the only real action we get in the episode is when Ahsoka realizes that uh, Jocasta knew is not who she is, who's not who she appears to be, and you get a little lightsaber action. I did have a question about this scene, though, and I wondered if she grabbed the lightsaber of Jocasta knew, or if she had Ord Innocence's lightsaber uh, when she begins, begins the battle with Ahsoka. And then I also was kind of curious, like, how well do you think a Claudite would fare against a, a, a fairly well-trained Jedi Knight like Ahsoka Tano at this point in her career. And, and she does better than I thought she would, I'll be honest with you. But Ahsoka does defeat her and, and you know, pay, pays a little compliment to, to Jocasta by saying that, you know, she doesn't have her moves or her skill level. Uh, it's at this point, Bane has another bit of his plan come to fruition. He's going to send uh, Johto down into the tunnel, into the communication rooms, because he's misdirecting Johto at the same time and that's going to play it that's not going to work out well for Johto all right I want to go ahead and play another little scene here and this is again part of like the misdirect here and the Jedi's belief of why there would be intruders there and how it's more related to the war effort than it is to anything else so let's go ahead and listen in on this one here we go Anakin and 
Obi-Wan in the, in the tunnels, in the vents, uh, and getting a, getting a message from Ahsoka. Looks like you were right. Master Skywalker, I've captured the imposter disguised as a Jedi. She says the intruder's in the Holocron vault. A Holocron is no good without a Jedi to open it. What are they up to? They must be trying to gain access to the communication center from the vault. Let's get in there. I'm not trying it to be seems to like a seems like a uh, bit of a leap, but again, the, the Jedi are so convinced that's what's going on here. This is based around gaining intelligence for the war effort. The, these are clearly separatists who are trying to gain that kind of information. It could not, it couldn't possibly be a be a robbery, and again, the classic misdirect of the of the of the criminal mind. And again, the, and Cad Bane showing how cunning he is because. He has, you know, he's treated Johto like he's going to be part of this whole thing, even though he doesn't really seem to understand his role necessarily. He's just going along with it. Uh, but we find out in, in in the next few moments that uh, Johto has a bomb planted on him, and he's there to try and, and, if not kill the Jedi, then at least distract them so that he can make his escape once he gains access and to the holocron that he's trying to retrieve. The other thing I wondered about is, you know, we, we get to the to the chamber here, and um, it's it's good stuff. I it's it's, uh, it's beautifully rendered in a beautiful room. But I had questions like, how does Cad know which holocron he has to retrieve? There's not there doesn't seem to be any sort of indicators or indications of which one he's specifically looking for, unless uh, unless Sidious gave him just like the most clearest directions ever. That was the only thing I kind of wondered about with this scene because like again that that room that the holocrons are housed in is very uh generic in, in a sense like you see the holocrons but there, there doesn't seem to be much indicating what's what i should have mentioned also i did think it was a little humorous the way that uh you know bane sets off that bomb to to, to short out the 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 locking mechanism for the archive uh, but it actually convinces anakin and obi-wan that they need to get to the communication center despite the fact that they really just cut a hole in into a into a tunnel and not like exploded it. <laughs> not great deductible reasoning by our by our Jedi heroes in this one. But you know we have to get to we have to get to Bane getting the the holocron. I mean this is the big part of the episode right here. And this is where we find out that Jodo has got a bomb in him, and he's there to blow up the Jedi Council again. Whether he's there to actually kill them or he's just a distraction is a bit of a different story. But I would say it's more of a distraction. It's more of a way for 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 Cad to make his exit than it is for uh, to be an, a legitimate assassination attempt. Uh, and it's at this point that they begin to realize that as as Cad Bane, disguised in a Jedi robe, is is trying to make his way out of the temple now. So let's go ahead and play these kind of like final moments of the episode as they realize begin to realize what the heck's going on. Our war operations. It was never about. Come on, Changeling. We have a new home for you. What would someone want with a holocron? Wait. Bala Rapal. What did you say? Bala Rapal. That's who Bane's next target is. Some Jedi. What's wrong? Who's Bala Rapal? He is the keeper of the Kyber Crystal the data on which can only be read by holocrons. What's on the crystal? A list of every known Force-sensitive child in the galaxy. The future younglings. The future of the Jedi Order. We have to warn him. That's going to be hard to do, 
He's out of contact. Somewhere in the Devron system. Seek him out. You must. Ahsoka and I will set out immediately. If this Cad Bane is still here on Coruscant, I'll find him. Alright, so we get our setup for our next big episode. Obi-Wan in pursuit of Cad Bane, while Ahsoka and Anakin are going to take off and try to find Bola Rapal. And, by the way, I think I answered my own question here with, uh, <laughs> with the why, why, I don't think it mattered, I don't think it mattered, uh, what specific holocron Cad Bane took. Apparently, it's, it, is it, I, I must have missed it on the, on the rewatch. It was any holocron would do to read that kyber crystal that has that information on it. So he probably could just grab any old holocron that he wanted, and that would serve the purpose of, of reading the kyber crystal. So... Again, we all know what kyber crystals are. We, we spent a lot of time talking about kyber crystals when we watched Rogue One. So we know how important kyber crystals are to the Jedi, to their lightsabers, uh, and ultimately to, the, to uh, the Empire's plans for the Death Star. So really interesting stuff coming up here. I Again, I really dig this episode. I think this is a, a rock-solid eight and a half. Love this one. It's, it's, and it's a great setup, great opening for Season 2. And we get we get a we they they kick the season off in in a really great direction. I I love what they do here. I love the action that we get, the adventure. Uh, again, messing around with holocrons. We're talking about you know a, a Kyber crystal that has the names of all the you know potential future Jedi on it. Uh, this is cool stuff, man. This is this is really plunging into the mythology and and getting into some interesting things that's not really covered by by the films or by by you know any of the of the movies necessarily I said films and movies you know what I meant <laughs> I hope you know what I meant again not covered by the films but it's not really delved into in, in much of the other expanded universe canon they haven't really done much with that stuff that sort of thing in the comics in the novels uh you know the, it's it's interesting looking back because there hasn't been a real big exploration of the Clone Wars era stuff in, in books or in comics recently. And I don't know if that is uh, by the direction of of, uh, of of Lucasfilm, of any of the creatives behind Lucasfilm, if they're kind of, you know, we've, we've mined the Clone Wars era enough, let's, let's focus on something else. I think the last big push there was uh, Marvel did a series of one-shot comics that kind of was set tangentially around the period, but not they didn't delve deeply into any of the actual events or, or try to try to uh, tell new stories within that canon within that continuity. Uh, and, and I think the the book I'm thinking of is Claudia Gray's Master and Apprentice, but I believe that's Qui Gon and Obi Wan, so it actually would predate the Clone Wars. Uh, so yeah, the, there's not a lot of new material coming out about about this period, uh, and I don't know if that's because they decided that the Clone Wars has has covered it. And they don't need to do anything else at this moment, or maybe they were, you know, maybe with the Bad Batch coming, they didn't want to go and and, and explore that just yet. I, you know, I don't know. It, it's it's just something I kind of was noticing uh, recently when I was kind of rereading the comics, getting back into the comic books. So I was like, there's not a lot covering uh, that period, that prequel era of of the films anymore. It's it's definitely the comic books are definitely focused on the original trilogy era. You know, between Jedi, I'm sorry, between the first Star Wars and, and Jedi. And, you know, even in in the novels, well, I mean, I guess the novels are sort of pre, or, yeah, no, 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 it's all set after Jedi, like Thrawn set after Jedi, the, the Th new Thrawn series, actually the new new Thrawn series is actually a prequel to everything else, but yeah, I don't know, I'm, I'm what do you all think of that, is that, do you think they need to explore more of the, of the, of the Clone Wars era stories, is, is there more to get into? 
you know, obviously there's tons of Jedi we could follow, though many of them we ultimately know their fate. Uh, it, it still would be interesting to see if they wanted to go back and, and do some stories leading up to, you know, Order 66 or for, for certain Jedi. I don't know. I would, I'm, I'm, it's, it's such an interesting period. You know, we, 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 without having to repeat myself for the 40 billion time, I think there's so much interesting stuff in this, in this period. The, the deception, the, the ultimate plan of the Sith, the blinding of the Jedi from the Force and their inability to, to properly use it, to, to, to see how they're being, uh, manipulated. You know, I love that. I think it's, it's so wonderful. And, and, uh, I'm I'm all in favor of more explorations of that, if, if, even if it's from the point of view of different characters of of non Jedi. Even you know, it's like let's 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 kind of continue to explore this period. It's a fun, interesting period. I would love to be. I'd love to see a story where uh, we get like the 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 everyday per Joes sort of, or like maybe like maybe not an everyday Joe, but like the tr- more of the troopers' perspective of the Jedi Knights and 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 all this stuff. I'd love to see a little bit more of that. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Hey, Star Wars is a big galaxy, though. It's okay. All right. I got, I got nothing else for you because we got to get ready to do the next episode of the show because we're kicking off Season 2, and we got so much to get to. It's going to be a blast. I can't wait for the next episode. And the Bad Batch is just around the corner. Get ready for that. It's going to be a hoot. I hope you're enjoying this. I hope you're having as much fun as I am. Remember, this is the Mandovision Podcast. My name is Tom. You can reach out to us on social media at Tom. Excuse me, at, excuse me, it's at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. Email the show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Make sure you're sharing the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, five-star reviews go a long way to helping us out, and we appreciate it greatly. We are on all your favorite platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, and so many, many more. Let's get out of here. Let's wrap it up. Remember, there's only one way we can end this podcast, and this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way.